Auburn couldn't escape the black hole that is Gainesville in basketball. Continuing a streak dating all the way back to 1996, Auburn loses another one down there. And because of that, they no longer control their destiny for the SEC. But all hope is not lost. It is just not in Auburn's control. That is what we're going to talk about on this basketball-heavy episode of the Auburn Daily Show. I wanted to thank our guest, Jornis, basketball extraordinaire, writer for AuburnDaily.com, Andrew Stefaniak, jumping on with us as always. So, Gainesville, it was a rough one. Let's just jump right into it. The curse is still going. Tell me what you thought watching that game. You know, that was one... It's nice to at times to not do what I do for a living because you can just be like, that's enough of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can just stop taking the punches to the face. Um, but, you know, and we're going to get into this, but what this team's going to be okay. I mean, watching that game, I didn't think, I didn't think Auburn was prepared. I didn't think they looked good. I didn't like the game plan. I mean, there was nothing about that game to like not a single thing you can look at that game i commend this team for coming out and giving it their all in the second half when this ball game in my opinion was was kind of over at halftime it's hard to come back from that um so you know good for them for i mean sure like that's not a joke like you know it, it takes a lot to go out there when you're kind of done and and fight just to keep the score closer than it should be uh, it was florida's day and i'll tell you this florida the metrics like Florida, you're a good basketball team i wrote that before uh, this game happened, I mean, I, I don't think anyone felt good about this game, but Florida is a good team. Florida is going to make the tournament, and I would not be shocked to see them make the Sweet 16. They can play. They can shoot. Uh, they get offensive rebounds. They do a lot of what you need to do well to be a good basketball team. So, um, you know, Florida is, is, is a quality team. This loss hurts, of course. It's it's annoying. It, just when you get on a roll, yeah, there was a lot of factors not in Auburn's favor. We can make excuses all day. We're not going to do that. But I just – I'm not upset about this game, in, in, in all honesty, and we're going to get into this as well. I think I think that Auburn goes 2-0 this week. Well, I got some stat lines I want to pull up here. But before we get into stat lines here, I am going to pull something up here that Auburn mm. most definitely needed. And what they did not have this game was their Plains Coffee. You could tell, it felt kind of like everybody was asleep. And it I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to assume maybe Florida was drinking that Plains Coffee because they came out with that energy that Plains Coffee gets you. And if Florida didn't, if they did have the Plains Coffee, they should have. Everybody should who's seen this. Use that promo code right there, Auburn. Get 10% off your order. And the thing is, is that's the freshest coffee. That is going to be ground at least by the latest one day before shipping out to you. Free shipping is always on everything. Tons of flavors. And they got tea as well. It's lots of different stuff. Plains coffee. It's awesome stuff. It's going to give you that beginning, midday. Or I think they're crazy, but there are people who do it. So if you're one of those, no judgment here. But there's people who drink coffee at night. Father-in-law did it before bed. It was crazy. So there are those out there. No matter what time you enjoy drinking coffee, plainscoffee.com has got you covered. Use that. Coupon code ten Auburn for ten percent off. So let's get back to the game. Let's <clears throat> let's read some stats here. That, like I said, th- these are these are these are, these are stat lines you get if you don't have your plains coffee. Yeah, three for seventeen from deep. 
17.6%. That is absolutely painful. Just under 54% from free throws, 42% from field goal. I mean, it was just like awful, awful shooting all around. Florida was making contested shots. There's really not a whole lot to take home as far as stats from this game, so I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time there because, honestly, there's not a lot. I don't think you can really look at this game and be like, I think anybody played good. I mean, Broom did the best of the worst. Yeah. But, excuse me, you know, LOL at me for trying to hit the mute button when I sneezed a few minutes ago, so I tried. So apologies for anybody who had to hear that. (laughs) Got some allergies going on today, so I'm just going to prep everybody out there. If the throat clearing happens, I'm I'm fighting through it. You know, it's getting to be that time of year. So, Jalen Williams. We got to talk about Jalen Williams, Andrew. We got to talk about him. Yeah. This is a guy who's played in, like, every arena in the SEC. Played a whole bunch across the country. Yeah. It'd be a fun stat line to see how many states Jalen Williams has played basketball in for Auburn. This is his time to step up. You cannot play 23 minutes and only come away with six points and really record hardly any other stats anywhere across the board. I don't think he got a – Jalen Williams not going to rebound. He did not get an assist. Didn't get a steal or a block. But he got two turnovers. Insane for a guy that's that experienced. You were supposed to be the senior member on this team. You were supposed to have the ice water in your veins. You are supposed to be the guys that rallies the team in these tough road environments. And it just didn't happen. Now, granted, no one else really made it happen. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking uh, too hard at him versus everybody else. I mean, Cheney Johnson had a better game than he did. Yeah. But also, Cheney Johnson is a new transfer, and Jalen Williams has been on his team for a while. So I'm putting a little bit more heat on Jalen for this case. And KD, too. I'm going to give KD some love. KD's always done well in hostile away environments, it seems, but yeah. too little, too late. And that's really all I want to talk about in the stat sheet. I just, there's nothing to highlight here that I want to spend any more time on. Do you have anything you want to mention on the stat sheet? Not, not, not really on the stats. I mean, it's just with Jalen, here's the deal. Do I think Jalen has 20 points in both games this week? I do. I'll tell you that right now. This is not one of those things where I'm like, oh, is Jalen in the slump? No. I think something about, Jalen, there's a reason he just doesn't play well away from home. And I mean, you know, I mean, has he played well away from home much this year? Like that's been a trend all year, really. I mean, I don't. Um, did he? he I think he played well again. He played well against Ole Miss. I mean, he's he's been hit or miss, but he's not been who he is constantly in Neville Arena away. So, I mean, here's the deal. The folks that are upset about this loss, that's fine. You know, you're welcome to feel that way. But I think that this loss in March when this team's making hopefully a Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four run, you know, that's the goal, you don't care. What we're going to care about then is can Jalen Williams play basketball on the big stage? And if he yep. doesn't, Auburn will not make the Sweet 16. I think he can have a bad game and Auburn can win their, their um, you know, assuming they're a four seed or a three seed, they can win their first game. But if they lose – if they if Jalen Williams doesn't play well, they are not making the Sweet 16. They're not winning that winning that round of 32 games. So this season really depends on Jalen Williams because I think him and Broom both need to play well. Broom's been pretty consistent, but it's interesting when Broom has vanished, it hasn't affected the team. 
Um, there was some, you know, when I say vanished, I mean more like it was kind of in the non-conference when they were playing bad teams, and he was kind of like, yeah, I'll score six points today. We don't need me. Um, but you know, Jalen Williams is gonna have to play well in the NCAA tournament. Auburn's pretty much done, in all honesty, with with hostile road environments, instead except for Knoxville, which is a game I don't see going Auburn's way. Yeah, I, um, I I wrote that game off the second it was announced. Yeah, I right did, when I saw I that know. on the schedule officially, it was like, nope. Yeah, I, so, but in all honesty, I mean, looking at the schedule, which I know we'll, we'll we'll talk about that as well. I mean, I feel really good about Auburn winning every game except for a Tennessee game. Um, yeah. and you know, I mean, that just there's a lot to be excited about if you're an Auburn basketball fan. Well, yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely get here. We'll get there. Just think before we transition onto the rest of the outlook, because I, I I think we're on the same page. I'm sure the listeners are on the same page here. No one wants to think about this game anymore. This no. is just that no. ugly loss. And here's the thing about it: even on some of your best seasons, you'll have games like that. You'll just have that just goose egg bad game, and it's Final okay. This is not Lexington. Yeah, this is I was football. there. <clears throat> and the thing is, is you look at the AP, you look at Ken Palm. This loss was way better for Florida than it was hurting Auburn. Yeah. I think Auburn only dropped him a spot in Ken Palm, dropped a spot in AP because people who get basketball, the advanced stat people, the voters, they understand that these things happen and that's not a true indication of the team as a whole. Now, if you start stacking these, we have a different situation and Auburn has responded every time they have kind of had a hole like this. So one last thing I do want to mention on stat sheet very briefly Trey and Aiden, if you're going to only going to get four points between your guards, I ain't going to do it. So putting you guys over there with Jalen on notice, that's got to get – that can't sustain. We need to talk about Aiden. I want to talk about Aiden today at some point. Um, okay. I want to, I want yeah, to we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in the South Carolina game. We've got yeah. to talk about the, the looking forward. So just a few things of note for that Florida game. Like I said in the intro, dating back to 1996, I think this is the new Baton Rouge, which is wild. Because <clears throat> it's it's the same deal as Baton Rouge was. It's like they still even good Auburn teams will lose to bad Florida teams. It's just been a really strange thing with that. Yeah. I don't know if they play in Gainesville next year, but they could be the 20 year anniversary. So can they get that monkey off their back then? Uh, Golden is a former coach, assistant coach of Bruce. He knows how Bruce operates. So is that was that a factor in some of this? Maybe, but also too, it had been talked about. But we've got to mention it here too. That Florida team did have a, a bye. They did have a five day break. They had a lot of time to prepare for this Auburn game. Auburn's having to travel. That kind of brought up that kind of brought up some questions about how the bye stuff should work and this and another. Because I, I think after Auburn's, they still have to travel after theirs. So it's just kind of like a is there a way to maybe make that system a little bit more fair for teams because they. Was that a factor, too, that that's all they had to do for game planning and scout teaming fresh against Auburn? So for those that think the sky's falling, and there were a lot of fans that were overreacting, I would encourage you, do not overreact. It's one game. And there were people on Twitter that were really in it. It stinks wondering, just crossing your fingers and hoping that you're just going to lose by less than 15 when you're down by 30 at some point. Like, you're just playing not to lose by 30. That sucked. It happened. They'll bounce back. So... For those fans, if there is a fan out there that is still overreacting, I would encourage you, if you are hopefully in the Birmingham and or the Auburn-Opelika area, there is a place. So if this game is still like, it's been three days, you still haven't shaken this one off, 
Go to opalikaragium.com or birminghamragium.com. Both spots, they got most of the state of Alabama covered. You're probably within, if you're listening to the show, you're probably within an hour's drive of each, if you're not within minute drives of each. Go check them out. Tell the staff there, hey, you know what? I was listening to the Auburn Daily Show. They said you guys can help us. They also said that you'll give us some free stuff for listening. So that is true. Mention that to the staff. And they'll get you a whole bunch of stuff on the table. They'll put you in safety gear. They'll let you pair up, play some loud, angry music. Maybe you just want to play a replay of the game if that helps you get in the mood. Break all the stuff. Smash it to pieces. Yell, scream, do whatever you need to do. Get it out of your system, and let's get ready for the South Carolina game Wednesday. Check them out, like I said, at their respective websites. Make a reservation online. Tell them that the Auburn Daily Show sent you. They'll hook you up with some stuff. I want to thank them, as always, for helping support this show. Go check them out. Opelika Rage Room and Birmingham Rage Room, both locations, got you guys covered. So, Andrew, let's talk about it here. We're turning the page, literally and figuratively, of this Florida game. It happened. Auburn is in a good spot schedule-wise to get two home games back-to-back. Now, one of those two home games could be tricky. I think there's a fair argument to debate which one it may be. But for conversation's sake, let's just start with the South Carolina or, or sorry, we're South Carolina game. I'm 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 swapping my topics around. They got South Carolina game coming up. We got Kentucky coming up at home. But what does Auburn need to do to win the SEC? Because now for the SEC standings, they are eight and three in conference. Alabama and South Carolina are both nine and two. Now, if Auburn takes care of business against South Carolina Wednesday. That would put Auburn back tied for first. Now, that could be dependent upon what Alabama does, of course. So that could be tied for second, potentially. Alabama has a game. It looks like this is looks like this is Alabama's bye week. So Alabama does not have a midweek game, and they play Texas A&M at home Saturday. So having a bye and being rested, unfortunately, Probably feel good about Alabama winning this game. And I just have to mention, the reason we're mentioning Alabama, this isn't some, you know, it's going to be that one commenter. It's like, little brother. This is valid for the path to winning the SEC. Very strange that we're just spending a consistent ride of Auburn and Alabama dominating SEC basketball. That still hasn't sunk in yet. But since Auburn does not control their own destiny anymore, and it's not a hard thing for me to do personally, but there has to be a lot of hope of cheering for Alabama to lose. Now, if you look at Alabama's schedule, which I want to do real quick, I don't feel – do you have their schedule pulled up? Yeah, I actually do. I have I, – I wrote about about exactly this, about what okay. are those teams – who do they have to go play um, over at AuburnDaily.com, so go check that out. But yep. we're kind of going to talk about it. But so go check it out. Um, but so Alabama, I'm they still have to host Florida – Yep. Host a heating up Texas A&M team, mm-hmm. go to Lexington, go to Oxford, host Tennessee. Who already with, who already dropped the just absolute bag of rocks on him in January. Yeah. Host go to Gainesville and then host Arkansas. I'm telling you right now, Alabama's gonna lose uh, lose a couple basketball games. Al- Alabama, Alabama will finish SEC play 14 and 4. Um, I believe here I, I'll lay this out for you, and we can go through other. So there's Alabama's schedule. Well, let's go through Tennessee's. Um, Tennessee now they, they have one less game played because they already had their bye week. They still have to go to Arkansas. You never know. Um, you never would expect them to lose in um, College Station. 
They got to host Vandy and go to Missouri. Those could be tough ones. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> they've got to host AM. You assume they'll win that one. They still got to play Auburn, host Auburn. Um, so here's here's where this gets interesting. They have a brutal, brutal final four games if you're a Tennessee volunteer fan. You host Auburn, you head to Tuscaloosa, you head to Columbia, South Carolina, you host Kentucky. Those are your last four games. I think they drop one of those games and finish SEC play 14 and four. <coughs> oh, goodness, excuse me. So for I, I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think four teams are going to share the SEC title of 14 and four. So there's your your path to 14 and four for Tennessee. And then um, for South Carolina, I think they lose to Auburn tomorrow. They still have to head to Oxford, head to College Station. They have to head to Mississippi State, host Florida, host Tennessee. I think, honestly, South Carolina is going to fall out of this thing. I think yeah. Auburn is going to expose them tomorrow. And then they're going to lose a couple games and finish with five conference losses. And I think Alabama, Tennessee, and Auburn share an SEC title at 14 and four. That's my opinion on how this work, on how this is going to break down. And I, I don't hate that take there. So just the, I, I do want to mention the South Carolina deal real quick because this will kind of bleed into the next section is South Carolina trap game, but it's also very relevant for this section. So we're going to double dip real quick on, mm-hmm. on topics. South Carolina is, what did we say in Kim Palm? 45. They are 45th in Kim Palm, 50th in adjusted offense, 51st in adjusted defense, and 45th in the net ranking. So it's not even a quad one game, even though they're ranked 11th. So to put this in perspective, Alabama is 6th, Auburn is 5th in Kim Palm, Florida mm-hmm. and Kentucky are 25 and 27. Or 27, oh, 20, 26, 27, 28. Yeah, okay. 27, 28, uh-huh. which is, uh, that's Florida, then Kentucky. Yeah. So to put it in perspective, this is a, like the, the Florida game would be closer to that of Kentucky than South Carolina. A lot of people are seeing the hype. They're seeing the SEC. They're seeing the AP, but you can't ignore advanced stats when you see, yeah. when you see this. And that, Stars probably should line up in Neville Arena unless Auburn just lays an egg and this, they can't get over the hangover that was this Florida game. That's probably going to be – I don't know what the spread – can you try to look that spread up real quick? Yeah. While I, I, uh, while I ad-lib this real quick. Uh, Let's see. That's probably going to be a double-digit win for Auburn. Now, you never know what can happen, but on paper, not looking good for South Carolina. South Carolina, kind of, as Andrew mentioned, does have a tough little stretch down here. They were really riding high from that big Kentucky win. They had it rough, but that win is looking less and less impressive as the days go by. As Kentucky, that game was in Columbia down. too. It wasn't in Rupp. So they, so I mean, it was a home win over. I think a bad Kentucky team. The win over over Tennessee. Oh, I thought Knox. it was in Rupp. I apologize. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. No, yeah, that one was Thank in you. Columbia. Okay, so it's in Columbia. So okay, so less impressive. It would have been at Rupp. I hmm. got that one confused. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule and it doesn't say at Kentucky. So that's just double dipping and being an idiot. So, yeah, they had that win over Kentucky. And the win over Tennessee, that one's good. And that was at Tennessee. So, that I think I was getting those two Impressive. confused. That, yeah. That's a good win. Yeah. But the thing is, kind of what we mentioned with good wins and bad losses, I don't – they don't mean anything unless you start stacking them. So, yeah. you got to go there. You got beat by a Georgia team. You went to overtime with an awful Missouri team. And you got your doors blown out by Alabama. So, it's kind of like, where do you balance that? So, I think this is really going to be time to show – 
uh, South Carolina, what they're made of. I don't think they're going to do it. I agree with you. I think this race is going to go back between Tennessee, Auburn, and Alabama. I think if Auburn beats Tennessee and Knoxville, I think it's I, I think it it's a it's a two horse race between Alabama and Auburn. I think if Auburn loses that game, then I think you go back to what you're saying that three way deal. Alabama, I think I mean you have to circle at Kentucky, you have to circle at Ole Miss, and then you've got to do Florida and Tennessee. I think worst case scenario they lose two of those. They might even lose three. Yeah, because I mean this is a tough this is a tough stretch for Alabama here too. Mm-hmm. Alabama hasn't really played a whole lot of meet in their SEC schedule prior to this. The two team the they played three good teams. Auburn twice. They barely beat Auburn the first time. Got the just destroyed the second time. Destroyed by Tennessee. So they got some. Uh, everybody's kind of got it here on the back end, just the way that the schedule's played out. Yeah, and I think so, I think Auburn has the easiest remaining schedule of the teams fighting for it. And that's because yeah. I don't think South Carolina and Kentucky are great basketball teams. And I think having if it was on the road, we would it would be a very different conversation. Yes. These games being in Neville Arena, I feel solid about Auburn's chances of getting those wins. The only game to me left on the schedule that is difficult is the um, is the Tennessee game. Now, obviously, Auburn still has to go to uh, on the road to play Georgia, you know, and Missouri. But like, I, I just I'm not gonna buy into that. I, I, Florida was is actually a good basketball team. It wasn't like that was well they were on the road they suck on the road. Florida's a good basketball team. Georgia is not. Neither is Missouri, obviously. So. I think if you take care of business this week, I think I think Auburn w- at least wins a share of the SEC, in my opinion. I really do. Yeah, I, I said this. I said if, if Auburn beats Alabama and Kentucky, mm-hmm. that they would win. I think you would win, and I'll, I'll amend the statement a little bit. I think you win a share of the SEC. Yeah. I will say this. If you beat – you've already beat Alabama. So South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee, I think Auburn wins the SEC outright. Yeah, now I that is a tall, that's a tall order. Yes. But I mean, I think if you do that, then you're probably winning out. And I mean, if Auburn, yeah. so that, that's basically might as well just say Auburn wins out because I don't think you're going to say that and assume, oh, you might lose yeah. Missouri. And then I, I think if Auburn wins out, these teams are going to cannibalize each other. And there is a very real chance to win out. I think it's like we said that Tennessee's probably the most likely, likely loss. So mm-hmm. yeah. you only lose one more, you're probably at least getting a share of the SEC, which is still a huge. That's that you hang a banner for that. So that's huge. You want to do it. Let's get it. And uh, that's, I think that's the hopes for Auburn. Now I will say this, if Auburn loses a game, well, obviously lose South Carolina, I think it's over. If you lose, if you do something stupid against Georgia, you do something really stupid against Missouri. You can't let Mississippi state sweep you, but God forbid, if you do, I think then it's out. Now the good news is, uh, unless you just have a true implosion here, I think you've locked in the double buy for the SEC tournament. You're about in your life. I feel I pretty good say. about that. Yeah, I feel yeah. pretty good. So um, that's a big that's a big deal too. So if you come close but no cigar for winning the regular season, you win an SEC tournament, you've still got a lot of momentum. You're still riding high. You're hot going into March Madness. You still hang a banner for that one too. So it's not like it's not like all hope is lost on this one. So once again, there's a uh, there's a good news. The SEC as a whole is. It's really interesting to see how it's playing out. Luckily, the timing's good because Georgia's kind of slumping some right now. So that was kind of a scary one we had there. Georgia's bottom bottom four in the SEC. So it's a uh, it's it's an interesting way. So let's let's transition here to the South Carolina game. Do you think 
that this is a trap game for Auburn? I, I think if they would have beaten Florida, I would have told you yes. I, I just think you see that little number in front of their name and they're coming to Neville Arena. I, I, I just don't think it's going to be hard to get pumped up for this one. Um, I, I don't think I don't think this team and this fan base is going, well, Kentucky Saturday. You know, I, I think this this team says let's let's take care of business, then get excited for Kentucky and then camp out and get pizza and donuts and all that, which you should give a plug to the thing I've been seeing. On Twitter, yeah. So that is a that's a great plug. Thank you for that. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, for folks out there who are not aware, uh, we're trying to do a little fundraising campaign for Outlive called Feed the Jungle and Beat Cancer. It's Outlive. We it's Outlive Restaurant Week. They're doing the, the Outlive game this weekend. Mm-hmm. So the point of all this is obviously, I'm sure almost every listener who's listening to the show has been affected directly or indirectly by cancer by themselves and or a family member or friend. It is the nature of the beast. Yeah. I know I myself have Andrew. I'm sure you have as well. I've lost family members to it. I've had family members that have battled from it. God, thank goodness as of yet, it had not affected me directly, but you never know when it can. So that's why the research for this is so important. And that's one of the things that outlive helps do is give this money and fund it to help different researches and outreaches and a lot of different programs and charities that does work directly with the fight for cancer. So I would encourage anybody out there who's listening, if you have the means looking to outlive, uh, toss them some money. If you can, it is Bruce Pearl's foundation. He started it. They do incredible work. So what we're doing is we're doing kind of did this a few years ago by accident. And now we're really taking it to probably have a little bit more purpose for it. So as as you kind of mentioned earlier, a lot of the students are going to be camping out and getting there super early for this Kentucky game. It's probably going to be cold. It might be rainy. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise some money for them, help get them some food, maybe some hand warmers, snacks, drinks, energy drinks, whatever they're going to need, just kind of help their quality of life so they can stay fed, hungry, alert, and hyped so they can come into that stadium and just go, or the arena, and just go wild for Kentucky and make that the most hostile home environment in all of college basketball. Now, we're hoping to raise way more money than we need to just feed them because we want to give all the surplus to Outlive. So, guys, you can check that out on the Auburn Memes Twitter and or Instagram page. There is a pinned tweet on Twitter. There is a link in the bio on the Instagram page. It's do a GoFundMe, feed the jungle and beat cancer. Literally, what we're doing is we're taking all this money. We're going to take a sliver of it, buy some food, and we're going to use all the rest to – Donate that live. Now, if you are in Auburn or have some connections down there and you are able to, let's say you own a business and you're able to donate some food, donate any resources, giveaway stuff for the students, raffles, whatever it may be, uh, please reach out to me directly. Mention where you can find me. A lot of different places you can find me at the Auburn Daily Show. The more donations that we have for that stuff, the less money we actually have to pull from and we can just give all that to Outlive. So huge Huge, huge uh, thank you for all those who have donated. Raves over $1,000 so far. Our goal is 15. I went really big with it. Don't know if we'll hit it, but regardless, we always want to shoot for the stars when it is to a great cause like that. So, guys, if anybody is listening and can help out with this, would really appreciate the ball. I know Bruce Pearl and the foundation, all those who are suffering from cancer, would really appreciate that as well. So, yeah, that's what's going to be happening this weekend. The hype is going to be there. And as you said, Andrew, South Carolina game, I don't think it's sneaking up on anybody. They are ranked number right now in the AP. 
So it, that would be a little bit dangerous if they weren't, if they were like fringe top 25. Because I wrote this game off, oh, that would probably be a good win for Auburn. And they were better. But they play, as you mentioned, too, we were talking about before the show, they play that slow yeah. style. Ooh. It's like molasses, molasses mm-hmm. offense. One of the How slowest think- in all college basketball. Yeah, yeah. How do you think that's going to match up, good or bad? I think slow basketball is interesting because it kind of makes you play it. You know what I mean? I mean, with fast-paced basketball, you can still get into, you know, Auburn wants to run, Auburn wants to do. So, you know, I think that what you got to do is just value the basketball. You are not going to get as many possessions. They're going to be slow and methodical with their possessions and and get a, and do everything they can to get a good look. You're going to have to defend a lot. Fans, be prepared for 28 seconds of great defense and then a kick out to a wide open three as you hear the eh from the shot clock. It's going to happen a few times in this game. It's just the way they play. So, you know, it's a slow, boring, ugly style of basketball. But like you said, before we hit record, that also means that if Auburn can come out hot, it's hard to come from behind when you play basketball that way. So, you know, I think that Auburn plays basketball their way. They just need to take care of the basketball and make sure that they aren't taking possessions for granted because you are not going to get as many as you get in a normal game against faster-paced teams, against an Alabama, for example. You know, you can go on a streak of missing four or five shots because, uh, you know, against Alabama because you're going to that's that'll happen in the span of 45 seconds against a team like Alabama. You know, it, it, against South Carolina, every possession, I mean, five possessions, you're not, it could take three minutes, four minutes off the clock the way they play, if not more than that. So value each time you have the basketball. This is a game where I think you force it down low. They're a very small team. We talked about their starting lineup goes 6'2", 6'4", 6'7", 6'7", 6'8". Small team. So, you know, do what you against Alabama. Bang them down low. Get points around the rim, Jalen, Janai, kick out for open threes. Um, and I think Auburn wins this game by 10 points, 10, 12 points. No, I, I agree with you there. I like the I like the low double digit win just because it's gonna be a slower game. Yeah, I think because you've seen these games too where Aiden will come out and in the first three or four minutes will pop two or three threes, just like bam, 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 and they just don't do anything for the rest of the game. If he can have one of those games where he just gets that nice six point cushion just right out of the gate and then they can just play the just slug basketball and just as you mentioned kind of put them down low get those size mismatches they're not that that style of basketball is not going to be good if Auburn takes an early lead like you had mentioned do you have the stats do you have the turnover stats or the rebound stats for South Carolina handy yes they average 36 rebounds a game they assist on 15.7 baskets per game. <clears throat> um, they turn the ball over 10 times a game. Um, and then they shoot 34% from three, 71% from the free throw line, 44% from the field. Let me give you an offensive rebound number, which is harder because they don't tell you. They have 275 offensive rebounds. I've got to divide divide that by games. They are 20 and three, right? Um, uh, 21 and three. So two, 24, 275. That's what I said, right? For the rebounds, 275 divided yeah, by 24. 
they average 11 offensive rebounds per game, 11 point, and I don't know the roundup, 11, 11, 11 offensive rebounds per game. So, you know, like, for example, A&M and Florida are top of the SEC, averaging about 18. So that's kind of where that number lies. Or not, not top of the SEC, top of all college basketball, 17 and 18. So, Right, and but what did you say the assists were per game? 15.7. So that's fairly low because Auburn, Auburn, Auburn's about at 18. Yeah. So, and what are their steals at? I, I, I'm, I'm cooking something with this. It was, okay, let me give you Auburn's um, assists first. Yeah, our assists is 17.8. And their, um, you said steals? Yeah. South Carolina's steals um, is. a game, 3.1 blocks per game. Right. So basically from a defensive standpoint, turnover, transition, all that, that is where Auburn should absolutely cook on this game compared to South Carolina. If they can steal, block, get turnovers, get those points in transition, statistically speaking, that is not somewhere where South Carolina has excelled at. Mm -hmm. So if Auburn can get them and not give them, it's, it's going to be a rough night for South Carolina. If Auburn comes out sloppy, just bricking threes, having letting South Carolina – and I say letting very loosely here, but letting South Carolina make those just contested shots or even worse, giving them uncontested shots, they play sloppy and then let South Carolina get some type of 12-4 lead and then just milk that, and then they go into the half up like 10 – that's where you don't want it to have happen. I think you yeah. really want to go into halftime up about 15 on this game. Let that pace of play that they like to do just sweat and try to get them out of their comfort zone. I think the matchup for this game favors Auburn a lot more than it does South Carolina in a lot of different ways, and it's at home. So I can mention, I feel good about this one. Got to have this one for your SEC hopes. Got to have this one to come into Kentucky strong. You win both of these, then you're really feeling good. And, I mean, as we said, if you win out or just have one loss to that Tennessee – team on the road you're having a lot of minimum momentum going into postseason sec tournament yeah. double by and going into march with probably going to be a top three or four seed yeah feeling really good about that so <clears throat> it shakes out well for auburn just got to cheer for teams you dislike which is everybody who's not auburn let's be real to lose so Really, it's Alabama because that's the last team up there that you don't play. So Auburn can knock one off Tennessee. Auburn hopefully will knock one off South Carolina, which will be today for those listening to the episode because the show is going to come out early Wednesday, recording Tuesday. And did what they could against Alabama. Just got to hope that Alabama has a, a tough slip up on a tough part of their schedule. So, Andrew, unless there's anything else you want to add for this game, um, I think it's going to wrap us up for this episode. Do you have anything else you want to jump on the South Carolina game? I'm good. Um, it's going to be a fun week of basketball. A lot, a lot to be excited about this week. Well, guys, uh, that's going to wrap us up today. So some good news. Um, we're going to see Andrew again. We're going to do a Kentucky preview this weekend. We're probably going to do that show live from Auburn, so I couldn't tell you what our backdrop may be. It may potentially be from baseball. So, uh, I, uh, by the way, I did buy some um, some wireless lavalier mics. So if we did want to do I've got them, too. I've got them, too. Oh, perfect. So we, All right. Yeah. So, guys, uh, be ready for some live in the field reporting from Andrew and I we're going to be doing a preview for this Kentucky game uh, probably the Friday or early Saturday episode we'll just kind of see what news shake about the rest of the week so we'll be doing that one in person because we will both be in Auburn covering that so yep. that'd be exciting you find him at 
Andrew Stefaniak oh. on Twitter. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were telling me. Alley-oop it. Son of yeah, I know. I was like, what? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew Stefaniak. Um, my you know, written work over at Armadillo.com. And once again, you know, I am the main guy over at Wildcats today. Um, not saying you would want to do that any other time, but we will be previewing the Auburn game very hard. And obviously I cover Auburn and Kentucky, so I can give a pretty good perspective on it. So um, if you want to check out some of that stuff, I'll have a ton over there too. And if you don't, that makes sense either. But I just want to let you all know <laughs> you can find some stuff over there as well. But yeah, Auburn Daily, I'll be previewing the Kentucky game. That's a good point too. I guess you could just read me previewing the Auburn-Kentucky game on Auburn stuff. So just do that. How about you do that? <laughs> um, I'll be previewing at AuburnDaily.com as well. So check that out there. And I'm excited to see everybody in Auburn this weekend, the Auburn family. I uh, love y'all. Miss y'all. Can't wait to be in town this weekend. Um, have a good time. I'm show host Alex. You can find me on social media at Auburn Memes. A little bit more ridiculous and chaotic there. And as we mentioned, too, uh, that's where you can find the campaign stuff for the Feed the Jungle and Beat Cancer if you guys are able to spread the word, you to help, donate, all the stuff. Uh, we, I know everybody involved with that would most definitely appreciate it. Of course, that's going to a great cause. So, guys, that's going to wrap us up for today's episode. We'll be back at you, as we mentioned, previewing this Kentucky game. It is all basketball. Floored it, pedal, foot on the gas. We're going full steam ahead. Big week ahead of us. Looking forward to it. I want to thank Andrew, as always, for joining, and we'll catch you guys then.